We know you have lots of questions. If you think that you've developed symptoms. Should I avoid large public gatherings? Whether schools should be closed. Welcome to Common Sense. Here we address your questions about COVID-19 with interviews featuring experts in medicine and leaders in community, public, and global health. Here's your host, Dr. Ted O'Connell. Welcome to the podcast, COVID-19, Common Sense Conversations on the Coronavirus Pandemic. I'm your host, Dr. Ted O'Connell. Today, we're going to be talking about conditions that increase the risk if you're infected with COVID-19. We're going to discuss what the CDC, or Centers for Disease Control, has to say about this topic, and we're also going to look at some of the current research on this. I want to thank Pranay Bonagiri from Toro University School of Medicine for helping with the research behind today's discussion. Today is April 11th, 2020, and I just want to remind everyone that anything that we discuss today may change as this is such a rapidly evolving topic. So according to the CDC, based on what we now know, those at high risk for severe illness from COVID-19 are people ages 65 years and older, people who live in a nursing home or a long-term care facility, as well as people of all ages with underlying medical conditions, particularly if these are not well-controlled. These underlying medical conditions that increase the risk of severe illness include chronic lung disease or moderate to severe asthma, serious heart conditions, immunocompromised states, and we'll talk in a moment what that means, those with severe obesity, defined as a body mass index of 40 or higher, diabetes, chronic kidney disease, undergoing dialysis treatment, and liver disease. Now, we mentioned that those who are immunocompromised are at higher risk, so we want to talk a little bit more about what being immunocompromised means. That means that the immune system is not acting as it normally should. Many different conditions can cause someone to be immunocompromised. These include cancer treatment, smoking, bone marrow or organ transplants, having immune deficiencies, having poorly controlled HIV infection or AIDS, and being on prolonged use of corticosteroids or things like prednisone and other immune-weakening medications. Now, an important point to notice here is smoking is part of what is considered to make you immunocompromised. And this was a recent addition by the Centers for Disease Control, understanding that COVID-19 primarily attacks the lungs. And if you're a tobacco smoker or smoke anything else, that can actually impair your lungs function and put you at higher risk for COVID-19 uh, bad outcomes. Also want to dive into the topic of asthma a bit because those with asthma are at particularly high risk with COVID-19. Those who have moderate to severe asthma may be at higher risk of getting very sick from COVID-19. Again, because COVID-19 affects the respiratory tract, can cause an asthma attack and can possibly lead to pneumonia and acute respiratory disease. There's currently no specific treatment for COVID-19 or a vaccine. And the best way to prevent illness is really to avoid being exposed to the virus. So what can you do if you have asthma and are trying to prepare for COVID-19? So first, stock up on supplies and make sure you have plenty of your medication, particularly rescue medications like albuterol. 
Take everyday precautions to keep space between yourself and others. When you go out in public, keep away from others who are sick, and I would really encourage you to wear a mask. Clean your hands often by washing with soap or water or using an alcohol-based hand sanitizer. Avoid crowds. Avoid cruise travel, which is really shut down now, so that's not really an issue. Avoid non-essential air travel. Stay home as much as possible to avoid further um, risk of being exposed. If someone in your home is sick, have them stay away from the rest of the household to reduce the risk of spreading the virus within your home. And then avoid sharing personal household items like cups and towels. And if you have asthma, you likely have an action plan that you've developed with your physician. Make sure that you continue your current medications, including any inhalers that have steroids in them. Uh, Don't stop any medications or change your asthma treatment plan without talking with your physician or healthcare provider. Science, science, science. Science, Hello, podcast fans. Want to get weird with us? Come check out the Mad Scientist podcast. We are a weekly show that looks at the history, philosophy, and hard facts behind your biggest paranormal questions. Did the government really pay for a psychic spy program? Yes. Is it true that surgery got its start in grave robbing? Yes. Can a roller coaster really kill you? Legally, we can't say so for sure, but sometimes, yes. Join myself, Chris Cogswell, and my co-host, Marie Mayhew, as we examine the science, philosophy, and history behind the strange and unusual. All to discover what's possible and plausible versus what's, well, just made up. Check us out wherever you find your favorite podcasts. The Mad Scientist Podcast. And if you get any symptoms at all, let us know right away so that those can be addressed. Make sure you avoid your asthma triggers. Make sure you know how to use your inhaler. And then you may want to talk to your uh, healthcare provider or your pharmacist about getting prolonged supply of medications such as your asthma inhaler so that you have those regularly available. And also to make sure that you're not having to go out in public and go to the pharmacy any more than you absolutely need to. So now that we've talked kind of broadly about risk factors for COVID-19 and some of the things that you can do to try to reduce your risk. I want to talk a bit about the research around what we call comorbid conditions or conditions that increase your risk and how those affect the severity and mortality of COVID-19 infections. There was recently a study of over 1,500 patients that found that hypertension, also called high blood pressure, diabetes, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease called COPD, cardiovascular disease, and cerebrovascular disease put patients at risk for more severe COVID-19 infections. This is where some of the CDC's recommendations come from. Interestingly, this study did not find an increased risk in patients with liver disease, kidney disease, or cancer. Another study looked at almost 2,900 patients who were infected with COVID-19, and they found that high blood pressure was increased with a two and a half times increased risk of severe disease and a similarly increased risk of mortality, which means an increased risk of dying. Another study looked at the risk of COVID-19 on the heart, and this study looked at 187 patients 
who had COVID-19 and was looking at troponin levels. And troponin is an enzyme that's released by the heart when there's injury to the heart. This study found that regardless of any previous cardiovascular disease, patients who experienced injury to the heart as measured by an increase in their troponin levels more frequently developed complications such as ARDS, which we're hearing a lot about. That's inflammation and fluid in the lungs that can cause a lot of problems related to COVID-19. It can also result in arrhythmias or irregular heartbeats, acute injury to the kidney, um, acute coagulopathy, which means abnormal blood clotting within the blood vessels. And it can also increase the overall risk of death. And within this study, they found that the patients who were at the highest risk were those that had previous cardiovascular disease and elevated troponin levels. And then finally, another study looked at conditions that increased the risk of being admitted to the intensive care unit or ICU, needing invasive ventilation, meaning having a tube put down your throat and being put on a ventilator, or the risk of death. And the conditions associated with those three outcomes were COPD or chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, diabetes, high blood pressure, and cancer. Those were all risk factors for worse outcomes related to COVID-19. So I think the takeaways with this is if you have underlying health conditions like high blood pressure, diabetes, heart disease, Make sure you're speaking with your physician, preferably by phone or video, about making sure that these conditions are under as good control as possible to try to reduce your risk. And if you have any of the conditions that were discussed in today's episode, really make sure you're doing everything you can around social distancing, staying at home, wearing a mask, doing good hand hygiene, avoiding crowds, and really just trying to protect yourself. And finally, if you're a smoker, um, now would be a great time to try to quit smoking. You can talk with your physician by phone about that. There are options to help you quit smoking. And we know that lung function starts to recover quite quickly after you quit smoking. And, and that is a real major way to reduce your risk of having serious outcomes if you were to get infected with COVID-19. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of Ars Longa Media. Our producers are Madison Linden and Chris Brightigan. Our executive producer is Dr. Patrick Beeman. If you have questions about COVID-19 that you'd like discussed on the podcast, send an email to info at arslanga.media. This podcast is for educational purposes only and not intended for medical advice. Be vigilant, but remain calm. Ars Longa, Vita Brevis.